When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, my loves. It is yours truly, Lala Kent. Welcome back to the Give Them Lala podcast. We are fresh off of what would have been the finale episode last week, but because we're all such a hot mess, you get the finale tonight. And I can't wait. I actually am feeling a little nervous today because, I mean, not to have Katie. Katie, hi. How are you, boo? Hi. But <laughs> I have Terry Maloney. And I'm shook to my core because, Tear Bear, we watched last week's episode together. We were together the night that we filmed the finale, what would have been the finale, and Katie going in on Raquel. And I didn't realize that... Obviously, I know you're a fucking star. Oh. <laughs> but the internet went wild for you. Oh. So when you and I spoke about having you on the podcast, and then I saw that the internet was like all about you, I started feeling nervous. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. That's so funny. Uh, I, yeah, I haven't had a chance to, to read all the comments or anything yet. Oh, but, you're getting a lot of love. Well, I can I do a shout out? Yes. I have to, just I have to shout out my... My buddy, Danny Pellegrino, thank you so much for your sweet text message and, and showing me love. And Ryan Bailey also for always just the support. Two and great human yes, beings. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. I yeah. love that. Well, you've got a lot of support. And well, he so did many an appreciation people. post, which I, <gasps> Ryan full- Bailey did. It was so he cute. Did? Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, that's my real estate photo. <laughs> Terry Maloney, she's a real estate agent by day and just savage mother by night. I love it. So very quickly, we won an MTV um, movie award. Yeah, best on-screen team. Which (laughs) I don't really know because it's so funny in the photo that they chose to promote us to get people to vote. We were all fighting in all of those <laughs> photos. I know. I'm like, well, I guess depending on how you look at it, we it, we make a good team whether we're fighting or we're getting along. It's but always, I think that's it's always what good it's, to watch. I think that's what it's about is that even in our in the chaos and the fighting, we always rally around each other when that time comes. Right. So I think it was it was deserving. It was. I, I mean, yes. I, I wish because that you know it is such a sort of. I, I think it's a big deal. So it's not. I know it's not like an Oscar, but in, the, but in our world, for us, in our world, it is. You know, to be able to have like been on stage to accept, but you know, support yeah. support the writers and support the writers, equal wages and fair wages and I everything, agree. all of the above. Do we each get a popcorn? Because I'd like to put one in the office. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, yeah. Because I mean, we're by name. Well, I don't know. I we just were, always, I'm like, do we just get one and we have to? Well, no, it to we each were. Other? We were. Each nominated, but as a group, you know what I mean? Like, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, that's my understanding. Well, can it go in my office, please? <laughs> it's. I think we're all getting. Yeah. Okay, good. Otherwise, we're drawing numbers out of a hat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. Yeah, no, it's not going to be one award for with all of our names on it. That's all I was wondering. Well, uh, and as mamas are all proud of you guys, so <laughs> I mean, very, very proud. I just wish. Yeah, I wish y- y'all could have been there in person to really experience the whole event mm. but it's still it's still an, a neat let's put it out there for next year that yes. we'll be asked to come back to present um that the writers get exactly what they want and deserve right and that we're nominated again again um mm-hmm. let's jump into last week's episode okay so we saw 
I can't get this out of my head. So Dana kept referring. We watched the finale, what would have been the finale, um, episode with Dana and Raleigh. Raleigh, yeah. And they kept referring to Raquel as a barnacle, (laughs) which gave me all the life. So that's what I will be referring to her today. So Raquel is not Raquel or Rachel. She's barnacle today. So we watched the barnacle purchase the lightning bolt necklace. I know Andy, when I was on Watch Robin's Life, he's like, I cannot believe that there's footage of this. I mean, it was it was all in plain sight. Everything like that was happening in the, the shadows was also like just in front of everyone's face. The, but like, a that, lot of people think it was that starting to think that it was staged because no. of how much there was. Oh, please. No, no, I know. Anytime anyone tries to stage or self-produce something, <laughs> it never works. It, it always backfires. It always backfires. And, and if if production had caught in wind and like knew for certain that this was actually going down they would have like they would have uncovered it they would have they would have beaten people to a pulp to admit to it that's like that's just how it goes like they don't they don't like let things they would have kept cameras rolling into christmas time if it, if that's what it took but no they like they you know i think they kind of were like well yeah it does seem off but if this is really how you know, the dynamic is between this group and Ariana's fine with it and she doesn't seem to think that there's anything fishy going on, then we're not going to press it. Right. And I I think we all know firsthand filming, like when I hooked up with Ariana, <laughs> they were beating that horse until someone admitted that that happened. It, right. Like no one let up on it. Yeah. But not once did a producer step in because, you know, Yes, it's reality TV, but newsflash, y'all, it's a produced show, all right? I I hate to break that to you. They would have pressed all of us. We all would have gotten pulled aside, and that's what I think. Well, I think also because people are saying, well, Sheena's dress designer said that they saw Tom and the barnacle, (laughs) Sandoval and the barnacle, making out, and the producers were right there. It's like, I don't think that they were saying that they were right there. I think they were just saying like they were nearby, so the fact that they were being so cavalier about it when there was production, if production would have seen that, oh my, oh my God. God, they would have pulled out, they would have pulled out a cell phone, they would have captured it. Like they wouldn't have just like, b- like turned a cheek and been like, we're not going to say anything. No, this would have, if, if, if anyone had known or had evidence or had seen something with their own eyes or had like proof, yeah. it, it would have been uncovered in the in the 100%. season 100%. And so like everyone's like why is everyone acting so shocked and why why is everyone so surprised if everyone knew because we didn't know. We we had a, a hunch, there was the intuition. Yes. We we had feelings but we didn't have proof, we didn't have evidence. So like we couldn't really say that like this was for sure happening. I like to compare it to like going to court. You walk into court and you're like my gut is just telling me that this person did that. It's like uh the jury says innocent. We had nothing. Yeah. I remember right? I remember telling you just being like I like until there's evidence or physical proof or something like there's nothing. It's just it's just really fishy that she's flying to Roseville or Sonoma or whatever it was to go to a show not telling her friends, not posting that she's there. Like that's fishy. Like that should have been evidence, but there wasn't evidence. There wasn't anything. And I anything. caught yeah. that too. Yeah. I caught that before and and one time I was talking to Katie and I said, you know, I read something on Instagram or saw a post or something and me as an outsider, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm an insider. I get inside scoop, but before any of this was brought to light, I even thought, well, this is kind of weird that she would fly there, not only that, not post anything. Yeah. She was obviously there. But that again, was, that was a well-kept secret. As but much I, as that tells us that there's something was going on, there still wasn't proof and it wasn't, you could go and tell that to Ariana. She'd be like, so? Her, she, she has friends in Sonoma, you know? Yes. However, <laughs> when I when I told Sheena about that Sonoma trip and she said she went to see her friends and I said, no, she was spotted at that show. She did not post when she always does. That was the very first time, and I've I've said this before. That was the first time ever that Sheena's mind started going like, mm, "That is weird." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The first time, yeah. So that was huge, yeah. And that what, show. What month was that? Was that November? I want to say it was maybe like December, be, it December, was, no, January. It might when have been. No, I think it was November. Was I, it? I think that tracks. Yeah, I feel like it was November. Okay. You have a, you have a better well maybe I kind of had a clue then because I remember you telling me about um, BravoCon 
when mm. when Raquel was wearing, what are we calling her, Rachel, or what are we? Whatever you want, whatever you want. <laughs> when, um, when Tommy made that comment to you when you... She was wearing the sweatshirt. Oh, and, and following, yeah, following them around like a little puppy dog and going to their panel. Like, right. I wasn't going to anyone else's panel. No, I didn't have time hell for that. no. Like the way, yeah, just the way she was being such a like groupy fangirl of them, and I was, you know, I was, I was like being a little patronizing towards him, and um, and yeah, I could just see him just get frustrated. Yeah, and that's when he said. He well, said, he, 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 no, he said she she wasn't there for me. Trust yeah, me. believe me, she wasn't there for me. So that was, <laughs> that was, and that was in October. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. And yeah. on tonight's episode, I do call Tom out on that. You do? Yeah. And you'll see what he says. Yeah. Tonight's episode is going to be like gut wrenching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because so many people, do you feel like you were directly affected? Yeah. What do you mean? Of course. By Sandoval and Raquel. Because I don't feel like yeah. I was directly affected. I feel like I was directly affected in the sense that Sandoval kept coming for me and saying all these things to me and Raquel kept calling me a mistress. So for me, I was like pissed off. But obviously like, well, you well, had the sh- you had the Schwartzy with Raquel. Well, never, thing, but so, also like yes. not giving me any kind of grace or empathy during a, like my divorce and that transition and right, life yours and is difficult and just, and saying like, you know, fuck her. She left you, man. She left you like in propping Schwartz up and making me feel crazy and like I was being out of line and, you know, doing things to be hurtful. Right. While they were being just gross people behind everyone's back. Like, of course, I feel like I was directly affected by that. Okay. Oh, yeah. I sat with her many a nights while she was going through it, you know, and it was going so well. It was going so well. Mm-hmm. They were still in the house. I was with them. We were packing up the house, and they were doing really, really good. Yeah. You know, and it was very important to them to keep it amicable. And it's like, it just meant the world to me, too, because, you know, Tommy was part of our family. Right. He was like my son, very, very, well, he was my son-in-law. But, I mean, we had a bond, and he had a bond with the entire family, you know, the his, Katie's brothers. And so it was very important. And, and you know... Katie comes from when Katie's dad and I divorced, you know, we kept it very amicable. We kept it so that we can still get together as a family. So Katie's, it's not abnormal. You know, some uh, people right. think it's so weird to, to want to be friends with your ex, but what, what's so weird about it? But anyway, the pain that it caused her just from the interference that was going on. And now, as it turns out, it wasn't because there was really an emotional anything going on with Tommy and Raquel. It was well, there wasn't even uh, then. It wasn't even that back then. I said, how many times did I say to like you or to Christine? I'm like, if they like were had genuine feelings, and it was just like some Romeo and Juliet shit, like star-crossed lovers, I would be like, all right, well, I'm just gonna have to. Yeah, Yeah. I'm gonna have to accept this. But it it wasn't. It was never that. Well, I think what's now looking back and knowing what we know now. Not only was it like they didn't have feelings, it was like just for fun. Like they treated your feelings like get over it. It's exactly. just for fun. We're they single. were throwaway. We're single. We but can do now it. we realize that it was to throw off the scent. So you were also a sacrificial lamb. We don't yeah. care mm-hmm. how we're hurting you mm-hmm. because we need to get the scent off of, you know, the two of us. And Tommy's going to be the one who helps us do that. Yeah. And the same time, knowing the pain. That, that, it's causing Katie. that it's causing yes. Katie. Yes. And yes. for Tom to sit in that scene with Sandoval when he walks in with coffee all over his shirt, like a slob. Now, what is that? A slob magob. <laughs> like, just, yeah, he, and, and to say, like, you know, if I had known, like, the, you know, the fallout from this and how, you know, it was going to affect Katie, I wouldn't have done it. I'm like, are you out of your mind? Right. I, what do you mean if you had known? I had how many conversations with you, with Raquel, with everyone. You knew exactly what the consequences were you knew exactly how could you not know like that this was going to be the outcome i have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time i have been having some serious hair issues and now with baby number two on the way i'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to nutrafol nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker stronger faster growing hair with less shedding. And I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. 
You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. You get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LALA. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press-On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Mannies have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress No Glue Press on Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now. So get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala. And use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. You've got to, in some way, feel a little bit vindicated. Well, of course. Because <laughs> you have people online. My, my feed is filled to the brim with people talking about how... They owe you 101 apologies. Not just the group, but like online little trolls. Yeah. So that's got to feel pretty fucking good. No, I mean, it, it It does. I think I think just there's just been an entirely different lens and light put on me and my entire situation with Tom and the history, like our history, all, all of it. So it's it, it's nice. And and I've heard you say this as well, Lala. It, I can see it in Katie's face. I can see just especially like, well, that photo, like I was telling of you and Joey last night, uh, Watch What Happens Live, just the glow and the, the peace. <laughs> yeah. She, I mean, it's so, and, and the photos that you posted on your trip recently, I mean, I can just see a change. Right. You know, that like the whole world's been lifted off. Mm-hmm. The weight of the world has been lifted off her shoulders. It's so apparent, and it just makes me feel so so good. Mm-hmm. As a mom, I it, it was a can, rough summer right. last year. It was rough. You know, they were moving out of their house, and that's the thing that just as a parent that and that's why you saw me break down and cry a couple of times because it was rough going through it. You know, right. they were giving up their home. It's hard enough when you still love each other. They obviously both. The love was there. It had nothing to do with the love. They loved each other, you know. And sometimes when you make the decision to divorce, it's because you just can't live together. And it doesn't mean you don't love each other. So that right there was really, really hard. And like I said, us three spent time in the home, packing it together, just trying to keep things in a happy light. You know, just nothing was strained at the time and everything. But just knowing... It, how hurt, how much Katie was hurting because she don't want to give up that home. And mm. it hurt me. And you can't, you remember like how excited she was when they got it. And she says, mom, mm. it's in the best school district. We're going to raise a family you, here. And 
And I, and I want to jump into this since we're heading in that direction. Let's dive into that entire scene. Raquel comes and sits down because <laughs> in that scene, speaking, you know, talking about school districts and things like that, you were you were creating a life with this person. Yeah. So yes. when you repeatedly say to Raquel, that was my husband, husband, mm-hmm. I don't want people to think that like you were still holding on to the relationship because you yeah. were out yeah, moving I was just, on with your I was life. trying to drill it into her head the the depth of our like relationship right. and and that she just didn't she couldn't grasp the life that we had and that we were planning for and that, and what that meant for me to give up that's what I mean she was lacking so much empathy she could not for the life of her understand what I was going through and and what you know the gravity of it all, you know. So that's why I was saying. So I was like, "That's my husband." My like, you don't, you don't understand. Like, you've only had, yeah, you're with James for like, I guess, a length of time. But like, you, you didn't even live here. Like, you've only had these like little sort of relationships, like little high school kind of things. Like, you don't, you can't even grasp. You can't even wrap your head around. Well, and it goes is. back to the first night we had dinner at Vanderpump Paris. Yeah. And mm. when she sat next to me and was talking so openly about how much, you know, oh, I yeah, I would love to make out with Tommy. Remember, it was very strange. Remember, it, I looked yeah. at you and I went, I can't believe she just said that. We were sitting like, across the table. And I, for, and, yeah. I, and I appreciate honesty. But yeah. the way she was talking about it, it felt sick. It felt well, very. It was the same thing when the first time that we met up with her, and I was like, I, "Yeah, I'm like Sheena is like trying to push like Schwartz on Raquel, and is she doing that to you too, Raquel?" And Raquel's like, "Yeah, a little bit." And she goes, "I mean, I wouldn't date him, but like, I mean, I like." I make do it. like Schwartz a lot. And it was, and I would like strange. make out with him. Like, yeah. I was like, I just sat there and like stared at her, and I was like, I can't believe. Did I just well, and it's have a stroke? You don't, <laughs> it, it's something that maybe, I mean, it even seems weird for her to sit and say in front. But, you know, the mom's sitting there. Well, the I mom thought, where you, and I don't think even I can grasp what, um, I can in the sense that I have a child. But, like, even the way that my mom feels about Ocean. Like, when I ask her to explain it, because I'm into things like that, I'm like, what does it feel like to be a grandmother? And mm-hmm. she cannot even put words together. She just starts sobbing. Mm-hmm. Terry, you, they get married. They've been together a long time. He's like your son. You're thinking, like, this is a home that we're going to fill with grandbabies, mm-hmm. and you're envisioning a future. So when you start talking to Raquel, trying to get her to wrap her mind around it, and she's not getting it. In fact, she rolls her eyes at you and right. says, oh, God. Well, that was, yeah, the, and that, but I, I'm still thinking back to Vanderpump Paris because that night. Well, she didn't grasp it that She either. didn't yeah. grasp it then, and I tried to explain, and, and it was so fresh. They mm-hmm. had just moved out of their home the month before. Right. So they were both, they were dealing with so many emotions, and, you know, as a parent, it just hurts when your kids hurt. You mm, yeah. hurt doubly bad. But this, I mean, yeah. But I think that's also why people kept calling me a hypocrite because they're like, "Well, you can't feel this way, but then go out and like hook up with people or do that." I'm like, um, "Yeah, no, two things can be true and happening at the same time. Like, it's not they're not mutually exclusive here." We were just trying to get Raquel to understand that her being so flippant and cavalier about what she wanted and desired was inappropriate and it's like just because i'm doing what i'm doing over here away from everybody doesn't mean that what you guys are doing would still be potentially hurtful and that that can be true like it's not me being a hypocrite and me being selfish it's the truth Mm -hmm. it's absolutely the truth and no one was willing to put themselves in your position Mm -hmm. because i can bet my ass on if I started hooking up with James, or you started hooking up with James. Oh my! There God. would be hell to pay if 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 Ali hadn't come along, wasn't James in in some weird universe? James and I, <laughs> this just wouldn't happen. But like, if that were to happen, everyone would have lost their shit. Like we would have been crucified, mm-hmm. no doubt in my mind. So like, for, so for everyone to act like, oh yeah, Schwartz and Raquel, like obviously, like they're just too like, you know good-looking single people like just trying to justify it in their minds i'm like are you out of your mind like did she not understand or not care because you guys keep saying like we really tried to get her to understand but the more i watch her i'm like i don't know if i i feel like she did understand i don't you don't think she grasped i don't i I think she didn't care to try to understand got yes (laughs) agreed yeah 
Yes, I agree with that. But we're talking about a girl who I couldn't even grieve the loss of my dad and her have any right. sort, you know, like I, yes. my, my parent is gone. Mm-hmm. With, yeah. When you can't even have empathy or sympathy for someone whose parent just died and yes. give her a little bit of grace, you're certainly not going to care if you're kissing someone who's in the middle of a divorce. Right. You know, that yeah. was like, whatever. She also could have thought like, it's all good because... This compared to what I'm doing behind the scenes. But it's just like, you're going to be... Child's play. So you're going to be gross out in the open and even grosser behind... Like, oh, God. I don't know how she got any sleep, to be honest. But I mean, she's she's not human. She's It didn't bother her. Do you think she would have done this and Schwartz would have done this if there were no cameras? If you guys were just a friend group? I don't think so. No. I I don't think so. She said at one point, it would be good TV. Yeah. Me and Tom, she said and that that's to and, me. and that angered me even more because I'm just like, oh, now it's like you just are really being just careless with my feelings. That can I tell you? It was when you got up. We were sitting. I think we went to some club. This scene didn't make it in the final season, but you got up, and it was me, Ariana, Sheena, and the Barnacle. And she said, but it would make great TV. And that for the, like, the three of us, Ariana, Sheena, and myself looked at each other like, oh, no. Like, this girl really thinks that we're on a different show. Like, we we look out for each other still. Mm-hmm. We're filming a show, and we want it to be great. But we're, like, a real-life friend group. We don't do things for the camera. Right. Mm-hmm. We always have the best intentions at heart. People ask me that all the time, you know, how much is this for real? And I said, it's all for real. It's but I think ar- that's what makes Vanderpump Rules great. Absolutely. Is that you see us all together. I, t- I spoke to someone yesterday and she was like, but who are like your best friends outside of the show? And I'm like, I don't know how to break this down for you. I don't really have any. Yeah. Like, these are my friends. Yeah. Cameras are up or down. I'm hanging out with them. Right. Yeah. It's not like that with every other show. Yeah. No, yeah. No, it's real. It's real. No, I know. And going back to your question, um, as a matter of fact, when that whole big kiss went down, as pathetic as it was now, visually looking at it, we didn't know then. And I, when I say we, because I, like I said, I spent a lot of time with Katie and, you know, and it was major. A Katie texted me in the middle of the night. It was the middle of the night for me from Mexico. Like, just repeatedly, I mean, she was so upset, so upset. I have never ever, and I think Lala, you probably know this. I have never ever interfered in their relationship. No, For I as know that. much time as I spend with them together, I did spend with them together. I never ever called Tommy out on anything, or you know, of course, I see all these episodes and things not happy, but you know, they're working it out. This is their life. This mm-hmm. is, and, and it's never been a problem. I've never, ever, ever stepped in, but I was so upset because I was up most of the night, you know, texting back and forth. And then as a mom, I can't go back to sleep. And I told Katie, I said, I really, really, really want to say something to Tommy now. And she says, you can. So I sent him what some might perceive as a rage text. <laughs> no, it was not. A rage. I, it no, wasn't. I, it, I read it. You you sent it, it to Katie. Yeah. yeah, she was there when I was texting. Yeah, and me. actually, yeah. I I gave permission to if they wanted to show it, and mm-hmm. and basically, I called him out and I said, you know why? And he said, peer pressure. And I told him, I said, you know what? Because he knew all along. He knew and he knew and he knew. And it's like, that's not an excuse for a 40-year-old man. No, absolutely you not. Know, it Pure is pressure. not an excuse whatsoever. But, you know, the, 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 the damage had been done and the pain, you know. And I told him, I said, I, I know, you, you know I never, ever interfere. And, and this is one thing that they didn't show last night in our conversation with at Tommy Sir, and I. For yeah, the tasting? Sir. Okay. Yeah. Um, was that I said, I never ever interfere in your relationship but when it comes to this to actually knowing what you're doing intentionally it's one thing to hurt somebody we've all said and done things in our relationships that you know I'm not proud of either but you know just out of your little squabbling but to intentionally hurt her and cause her so much pain I said this is where I step in and this is where I choose my Mm. mama bear steps in and I Mm. choose my daughter over you I've never wanted to take sides in your relationship and I never have oh that gives me chills Terry (laughs) well I I can only imagine that when Ocean gets older if someone did that to her yeah 
you're getting an actual rage text because I thought that actually your text was very well spoken. It was eloquent. It was, I I loved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember that night. I, for the first time in a very long time, I felt disgusted and my heart broke. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> you're going to make me cry. <laughs> I was so angry. Yeah. And I said it to Sheena. I was like, I'm not going to your rehearsal dinner. I Like, the fact that you you all have had a hand. No one's hands are clean in this. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. it's Tommy and... I never call him Tommy. But I know, <laughs> I know. It is Tommy's fault and Raquel's fault. But at the end of the day, everyone in this group has dirty hands. Mm-hmm. And I won't be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, not one person stepped in and said, maybe don't. Maybe this isn't right. Maybe just... Like, no one, not one of them. Everyone was like, yeah, I mean, you're single. You're free to do what you want. Like, and these are people that were in our wedding. Right. right. That were part of our lives mm-hmm. from yeah. pretty much um, the inception of our relationship. So, again, it's like I understand if, like, you don't like me and you feel closer to Tom. But it's like for them to have been on this ride with us and had the conversations, you know, over the years and seen certain things and asked me, like, you don't deserve this Katie like what he's not being fair to you or you know just have been there through ups and downs and to like at the end of it all have them behave this way and that's what totally blew my mind I could not comprehend how they could be so heartless I mean this is a real life this is real stuff that's happening real Mm -hmm. emotional hard stuff. It's hard enough to go through what you're, you know, a divorce Mm -hmm. and selling your home and all that other stuff that goes along with it. But then to cause so much pain. And I mean, just, I I just, I couldn't comprehend it. It's like, why are they doing this? Why? You know, we're doing, I do appreciate your love and your support because that meant a lot because Katie said, I feel like I have no one in my corner. I feel like I'm alone in this, you know. Well, and Katie you're the and one I had Katie and I had many conversations, and I remember you saying, "Katie, like I need someone who's completely loyal." And did you feel like when you watched the season, because there were a lot of conversations I had that you weren't a part of, and I did try to explain to you, like I'm here. No. I know that I'm I'm going, and there's dinners that I'm having, but I'm like 100 percent. On your team. Mm-hmm. You're no, making I knew, all the sense. I knew you. I knew you were. I, I wasn't. That wasn't me speaking about like you necessarily. But it was like going from being accepted by like everyone and feeling like I'm part of this group, whether I'm getting along or stay with everybody to feeling like I don't have a place here. It wasn't necessarily saying like I don't have anyone in my corner, but like right. it was just it was like I was it was very isolating. I get yeah. it. Because I felt like had Christ- had they not brought Christina on, mm-hmm. I mean, it just would have made you and me. I know. And if you weren't there, couldn't be there, it was like, oh, my God. And, and, and it brought tears to my eye when I saw it play out. When, on, when it aired, I can't remember what episode. The night that it happened and everything. And you told Sheena, she says, what just happened to Katie happened to me. And I feel her pain. And yeah. I'm going to be with her tonight. She's my girl. I really brought tears to my Aww. eyes just watching that yeah because you know i just i know what she was going through and you knew what she was going through you know and you had empathy and just real caring concern and that just meant the world to me I well mean, yeah. i i will always be here for you maloney i love you dearly and no one makes me laugh like katie <laughs> i'm telling you what you are <laughs> fucking hysterical Have you done your Mother's Day shopping yet? Friendly reminder, use Rakuten. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while you shop. And this week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cashback event of the entire year. You get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores. I'm talking Adidas, Splendid, Ray-Ban, Elf Cosmetics, Dermastore, Lego, Stanley, and even Dyson. New Dyson vacuum for me and the new house. Yes, I am treating myself and enjoying some serious cash back. I love seeing those Rakuten cash back deposits in my PayPal account. Rakuten will also send you a check if you don't have PayPal. 
So join the 15 million members, including me, who are already saving with Rakuten. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You will not see higher cashback rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. I want to talk about what people did not see last <laughs> night at that dinner because it was extremely heated. The yes. moment that Raquel decided, so I was talking to Lisa Vanderpump oh, yeah. when Raquel decides to sit down with Katie. When I come over and sit down next to you, Terry, you say to me, you're not going to believe what Raquel is saying. And so I start, you know, I got my my ears open. I'm watching and trying my hardest because I was like, we have turned a corner. We're not going to act crazy on the final night. Yeah. I, my mind was blown and I'm sorry. I love that you told her to shut up. I was embarrassed by that. I know you, you know, were. I was. I know you were. Embarrassed. So mom shouldn't be talking to anybody. But, but well, my she, mom, when she watched it, said I would have grabbed her by the neck. And I said, yeah. that's assault, mom. La, 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 I, <laughs> <laughs> I had the hardest time before when you came over and I said, you can't believe because the things that she was saying and the tone she was saying to Katie, Christina Kelly was sitting to the right of me. I right. Kept, even though I was mic'd, I kept whispering to Christina, please don't let me say anything. Please. I was holding it in. And you holding... hadn't said anything at that point? I, I just wanted to It was a minute. It was a minute. That I conversation hadn't... lasted a while. Everyone yeah. around us was just sitting there. And I was just, I, that's why I eventually I, look, I looked around and I was like, is anyone hearing this shit? Because I'm personally just shocked. There was, people were gasping I could hear because just for her to sit there and tell me what she doesn't like or appreciate and how I'm handling my relationship with Tom or like our friendship and how we deal, you know, getting involved in that when she's been here for, like, I know she's been around. She's been in our orbit, you know, as James's girlfriend or fiance or whatever you want to call it but she does not know tom she does not know me she does not know our relationship she's just she she has zero clue no this was the season of her getting to know this end of the of the group yeah she yeah. was like all of a sudden the in charge person it's yeah. like i just what? so you just rage text him because like you heard us like that we made out I'm like no i text him about it saying because here's the thing I know people want to say like you were never friends with Raquel, so there's no girl code, there's no this or that. The, the there's ish- always a girl code, by the well, way. Well, right, but okay. So the thing, if you if you don't know how to read between lines here, without me having to say it, because there's a fourth wall and we don't talk about filmings. <laughs> the first right. rule about filming is we don't talk about it. That I did <laughs> not want Tom to, or not, did not want, but like we, we when we agreed that it would not be healthy and what I didn't want to do is talk about Tom kissing people on the show mm-hmm. another cast member because like that why like because to me I wouldn't do that to him and make it a storyline that he's now got to talk about in interviews and in press and is on social media like it just was just something that was like can we just keep it out of here right you know, yeah. and, and he agreed. He's like, well, I don't like who am I going to I'm not like I'm not into anyone. I'm like, all right, then great. We agree. So like not to like make it about show stuff, but it's like, can we keep it out of the cast? And well, absolutely. A, that's what but viewer, people don't understand yes, that. I think we could read between the lines. But some then, people yes. don't understand that. They, and I'm just like, because yeah. so, now that it happened, now I got to talk about it and talk about it in every scene mm-hmm. and talk about how I feel about it. And I don't want to do that. Like I, I want to heal. I want to move on. I want us to be friends. And this makes it difficult like you know tom had to what talk about satchel one time yeah. after meeting him. you know what i mean and like, by the way he never would have had to talk about him but he what i don't like is when people choose the playing field and then when you beat them they suddenly don't like the game right yeah. tommy chose the playing field 
And then everyone had like an issue with you bringing a dude around and you have a boyfriend and you, it's like, what are you talking I about? Brought, I brought a date. I didn't bring a boyfriend. Like chill the fuck out, everyone. Chill the fuck out. You, you know what really bothered me too? That when, when she really struck a chord with me when you guys were having that argument, like I said, I'm refraining, 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 mm-hmm. um, is when she said something like, and I'd appreciate it if you don't oh, keep no, calling Tommy about Oh, no, she said, she she goes, I don't really appreciate the way, like, when you threaten texting him about, or about the dogs, taking the dog. I'm like, I didn't threaten to take the dogs. We, when we originally had a prenup, we had something in there about the dogs, and I suggested that we maybe adhere to that so we don't have to have constant communication. Like, get your facts straight. And also, like, this is none of your business. And I think that's where... Back off. Your heart started pounding, and I remember saying to Sandoval, and and this was also cut out because Sandoval chimed in on that. He piggybacked off of what she was saying about the dogs. And I said, this is what a grown-up relationship looks like when it doesn't work out. Sometimes you got to share the dogs. Sometimes you got to share the kids. Like, it just happens. And it's already messy enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stay the fuck out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. because you took your dog and told James to kick rocks isn't like, right. that's not what Tom and I are doing. So, like, you were like, we couldn't get along. We were like fighting constantly. So, I was like, I don't want to have to see you. I don't want to have to talk to you. So, like, let's figure out a situation where, you know, and I was, it was and that threatening. Is, that is always a risk when you decide to part ways from a person. It could be, it could go flawlessly. But there can always be a shift. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, things got to be switched up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's devastating. But it's a world that most people on our cast cannot comprehend. Right. You can talk to them about this until you're blue in the face. But there's not one person who's been in a relationship where the stakes are so fucking high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is frustrating to me. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating that you have to scream at Raquel about what a husband means and what yeah. a life together means. It's crazy to me that we have to tell Tom to stop getting involved and what a separation looks like. Now, right now, they're going to have to deal with a house, which that is not Right. They're going to have to go through it. Yeah. You know, they're, they're going to have to go through things that I don't think they ever thought they'd have to go through. Mm-hmm. But what you guys also didn't see, which was insane. <laughs> well, yeah, because so, yeah, basically things started. You can actually, it's crazy because when I watch that, I see in a moment, like you see like my chest sort of like rise and then fall. And that's when the minute the adrenaline kicked in. Right. And I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to light her on fire. And then, <laughs> so then my mom gets involved. And then when Sandoval chimes in. So like my, my brother, Joey, was there. You didn't really see him around. Well, what? Because they cut it he out. He didn't just chime in. No, I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm he, getting there. I'm getting there. Oh. So, so when Sandoval starts going in on me and go, going after my mom for telling Raquel to shut up, he's just be, he's just speaking in ways that are so disrespectful to me and my mom. So my brother steps in and tells him to basically shut his mouth. Well, what he did was is because they were standing over there, and when I made that comment, and and then he talks about oh. Katie pulling her mom in to help defend her and all of that. It's like, so what he did is he walked over and sat across from me and got in my face and told me I had no right to stay out of their business and stop making it my business. And I, that's when I said, she's my daughter. Right. This is, was not shown. When he, but, no, they didn't But with this. his, you know how his veins pop? Yes. And he, gets that ex- he had that expression and it was like freaking me out. And he was like, he didn't just say it. He was yelling at me. And I wasn't even aware that Joey, my son, was back, you know, and he stepped right in and came right in and was trying to calm Sandoval down. And it took him a second. And then he did. And just as, as Joey turned around and st- started to step out, he was back in my face again. Right. And Joey, I was so proud of him. You know, you're not going to talk to my mom that way. Then Joey stepped Steps away. away. And Sandoval came back in my face again. And at that point, I was like in hysterics. I was like, this is just way too much that he's 
I have that visual still. And, you know, yeah, it's ugly. hard to get out of your head. Then Joey had to step back in again and say, I mean it. I'm going to, I'm going to say, if you say, if you say another thing to her or to her, and he points at Terry and he points at, at uh, Katie, but he does not break. He is a laser. Joey is a laser focused on Sandoval. Sandoval cannot even, it's the first time I've ever seen Sandoval cower and just say like okay okay and he was like Mm -hmm. do you hear me you're not going to talk to her that way and you're not going to talk to her that way or you're going to have a problem Mm -hmm. it was bravo release this footage now because he's the unshown hero of the previous and meanwhile tom schwartz is literally hiding in the bush yeah whistling because i asked katie afterwards i said where was tommy in all this when you know why didn't he step in i mean Bless my son. I mean, I just love him, and I'm so proud of him for the you way should he, be very for the proud, way he Terry. handled it, and the fact that you know to protect his mama that way. I yeah. mean, I just loved it. But Katie, um, or I think it was Joey that told me, oh, he was hiding in a in a plant or something like that, and I didn't know what he meant until it, until you watched, it, until I saw, it, and he actually yeah. was was like, hiding. Yeah. In a plant. Yeah. Was this but, a moment, Terry, where you were like, you or Joey, or even you, Katie, you're like, our families may be better off without mm-hmm. Schwartz, and maybe you don't want to. At that time, no. Okay. No, 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 because I was still emotionally caught up. I mean, it sounds it sounds silly, but you guys, y- you'll experience it. I mean, you know, it's hard. It took Katie a long, long time to get past this, and it, you know, it probably wouldn't have taken as long had all this stuff hadn't happened. But um, no, I was emotionally torn for a long, long time along with her. You know, we spent many hours on the phone if I wasn't there crying together and just, you know, but another thing that I wanted to make mention is um, my other son, Rocky, (laughs) Katie's brothers are extremely protective of her as well, you know, and I just love them for that. But um, when he heard what had happened, that was when he posted that video. And this is Rocky back in Utah. This is Rocky now, my youngest son. Yeah, when Joey texted him and or called him and someone told him what had gone on and everything, Rocky made a video pouring their bourbon, Tom's good love and bourbon down in. I don't know the comment. He dumped it down the drain. And, yes, he did. But, the whole bottle. And everybody, everybody on social media was wondering, what the heck went Well, that was why he wanted nothing to do with the Toms anymore. He didn't want to support them in any way because nobody, nobody talks to your mom and sister. Absolutely yeah. not. I was actually an. And you know I love me a good mama, but I'm going to say it because I'm extremely offended by Sandoval thinking it was okay to talk to you like that, Raquel thinking it was okay to roll her eyes at you and say, what, Terry? And not only did they do that, but cut to the confessional that Tom does saying how it was tacky Tacky. for him, for you to get involved. What I would like to say is I think it's tacky that your mom doesn't get involved enough, Sandoval. I don't think she finished the job with you. So that's a PSA announcement. Sandoval, um, if you could call your mama, tell her she either done fucked up or didn't finish the job. Yeah, there's no, I don't care. No, my heart is pounding. No, like you do not fuck with a mama. But I was like, <laughs> my mind. You even asked her, who raised you? Yeah, where were you raised? Like, it just it's completely feral, just in the streets. Right. Just anything goes. Like, I don't understand this. Like, do you like just being again? I've said this so many times. She's morally bankrupt. Just to just just done. Like, I doesn't have any kind of compass, no direction in terms of like how you navigate life in a way that is ethical mm-hmm. and appropriate and just lacking in every department necessary to be a decent human right well yeah <laughs> and then to think about what she was doing behind this that's mean, what i mean it just her her sitting there with with you know i said last on last week's podcast you know i don't think she's soulless i think she has a soul Rewatching that scene last night and really breaking it down when she's at the bar with ariana and she asks her um, so do you think you guys will work it out? And Ariana's like, well, yeah. And she's like, grabs her crooked nose and is like, like okay, 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 okay. And in that moment, I rewatched it. I was like, oh no, I think we're dealing with a soulless uh, 
Dana was talking about it being a, either a psycho psychopaths are or sociopaths are born that way. Psychopaths are not. It's what maybe yeah, it's no, a switch. Yeah. But Nar- narcissists are born. Sociopaths are made or something. Yeah. Well, that just put the stamp of like, okay, I think we might be soulless. I I, I agree because I was on the same page. As yeah. You. And you go back and you look at the moments of her, or at least I do, throughout the season, and it was. She's thinking all about her. Fuck, fuck Everybody. all of you. I think she would have fucked over her own sister or brother or whatever because you can tell she's so, I'm going to say it, she's so thirsty okay. to solidify her place oh. on screen that I think when she comes to you, Lala, a few episodes back and she wants to have a talk and you think she's going to apologize and then she starts being like, but you or whatever she said. And you're like, wait, are you here to apologize or start a fight? With you, Katie, which I know I want you guys to talk about, but forcing herself into these conversations and like mm-hmm. appearing out of nowhere in the Sir back parking lot. It's like, oh shit, it's like a jump scare. It's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and the kiss with Schwartz, like, fuck everyone else. It's so thirsty to be like, I'm here and I'm making a mark. And it's like, well, you don't belong here because that's not yeah. the vibe that's she, not the vibe no, you missed no. the mark you this missed. is not season one through four yes we're is... in a different we're playing a different game now babe it was it was always very disturbing to watch and she was in the way she played off is just like you know what i'm just coming into my own i'm finding myself this is me i'm in my single girl era i'm in my baddie boss whatever the whatever oh, she was proclaiming well, whatever she was proclaiming to be it was just like the, you're not going to behave this way and then throw some ridiculous like titles over it to say that like this is what this is this is my whatever era you think you were in you're just a mess i just could not comprehend like you said um do you think she just didn't care or do you think she just didn't understand both actually i mean both and let's just put aside the fact that I'm a mom. Mm -hmm. Anybody that's hurting, anybody that you've caused pain to, regardless of what the situation is, you're, you know, somebody sitting in front of you going, don't you get it? And you know why you hurt me. And for her to be so heartless and just not even apologize. I mean, it doesn't matter if I'm a mom or who I am. Just if, Let's if just I say hurt, you're just some viewer and if at I, home. And if I hurt you so much that you're sitting down in front, in front of me telling me, gosh, you hurt me so bad, a normal person would go, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I, I'm so very sorry. I mean, it would hurt me to know if I hurt somebody that bad, even if it was intentional. Well, even her apology in the alley, which, by the way, can we just like pay homage to the fact <laughs> the the last scene pretty much being in Sir's back alley it's it just a full circle moment iconic she ruined that scene because i saw it, katie and tom in the alley and i was like yes we're back baby and then she came in and i'm like you've ruined this iconic scene of course scene. she had to come i in. know that i hurt you and and the fact that it was me hurt you even Ooh, more i'm like, like what oh you're God. insane and then what Tommy planet said, am i on right now and then tommy's sitting there going no hear her out hear you're her out, out. Like, listen to her listen. i don't want to like, hear her out and and you're you're like, like, i don't want to hear her apology after she's left and he's like well then say that you're like i said that <laughs> i've said it i yeah. s- said that <laughs> but like no when she comes like, just for her to come out there i'm like i've already heard enough from you t- tonight bitch like walk away walk away we're trying to talk i'm trying to talk to tom now so we can what I don't know I don't remember what I was planning on saying to him or what that was conversation was going to be about but her coming in and then them just having their little laugh they're like you know we were just like it was just like our little buddies dude bro thing we were just like exploring and having fun and I'm like are you are you guys just like laughing together right now in front of me after like (laughs) everything that just went down so I just start mocking them being like this is so much fun look at all the fun we're having like please (laughs) go away like this is so weird you guys are you guys have lost your damn minds. Lost? Lost the plot. Lost their minds. Lost it all. Like, well, I mean, I'm sure that, like, the barnacle has a tough time reading in general, right? She ain't going to be reading between the lines. That's for damn sure. She certainly ain't reading a room. But it's like, did you not just see Katie? Katie literally just told you you're an effing see you next Tuesday. And you think this is the moment. And then you laugh at her. Yeah. And then you think this is the moment when she's in the back alley with her soon-to-be ex-husband, that's the moment you choose to deliver an apology. Like, I think that's when you take a step back and go, you know what? I messed up. I'm going to give this some breathing room and I'm going to send her a message tomorrow that just says I get... Like, it. the level of... We said it in Havasu. She's truly insane. Yeah, no, she... That was... 
the weirdest. I've never seen somebody go through like a it was maniacal. It was it was insane because she was we were having a, a really good time in Vegas. Like we had we had so much. Yeah, there was the the comment about not having a man. We shook that off a, so fast though. It was fine. And then we and then that whole it took us like 4 hours to get to Havasu. But we had such like a bonding moment. I was like, this is great. Look at us gals coming together. And then we get to Havasu and she shows up to dinner as like a completely different person. And it just all goes to shit. And then she goes back to LA and gives a very, very, very different version of the entire trip to, to everyone. And they all believed it. And they all believed that it. that would track, but that is not how it went down. I think what they don't understand is people can evolve, people can change, people can be humbled. But because that group at the time had never experienced those types of things, they just thought that Katie and I invited her on this trip to... I don't know, bully her is basically what she said we did. Yeah. Could not have been further from the truth. But I remember after Havasu, and I don't know if I shared this with you guys or not, I have a scene that didn't make it with Sheena and Ariana. And I tell them how the trip went and what she said about not having a man. And they laugh about it. And they they talk about that being savage. And I said, well, I don't think they're so savage now. Right. right? It's not so savage when it's your man that she's fucking. And by the way, I am thrilled that I have treated her poorly for many years because look (laughs) at what she does to people that are nice to her. Right. You know, that's that's why I said to Ariana, I was like, I don't I think she's broken. Like, I don't think it's like this is somebody who like is just does this to some people, not everyone. I don't think like I think she's this is a, a flaw in her. And I would be careful. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I know you're saying that she's a good friend, but like, she's, I think she's evil. Right. I think she's truly, to her core, evil person. And we praised that line on last week's podcast episode because that was, we totally agreed when you said that, like, this is who she is. She's showing you who she is. She doesn't just treat some people like shit and then some people wonderfully. I think, and I, I compared it to like, when you go out with someone, if they treat the waiter like shit, that's who they are. Yes. When people yes. show you who they are, believe them. And it's yeah. usually the negative traits. And that was so spot on. It's like she's not just evil to some people and an angel to others. That's who she is. And it's who she, and it's exactly what she was doing. Like yes. I know I like and and for her to have that conversation with Ariana by the back bar in the last episode and, and under like trying to take temperature to see if Ariana was maybe, you know, gonna try to break up with Sandoval mm-hmm. or something like that or she could convince her to all under the guise of trying to be a friend right like that's the evil that's evilness right there and so I just um, I've never I'm, come across a person of this nature ever so it just again I'm still trying to process it all in right. my mind you know I just I mean she definitely needs some sort of help help she right. really really does and and that and it's that's i'm not even excusing all that she did because of it either because it just was nonstop. and you know what i couldn't understand is all along throughout this season you girls were like given the title of the mean girls right but yet how was it not perceived that what she was doing was just as mean and just as Attacking. I just it comes down to like I've brought this up to you. It's a likability thing because she's always been a likable person. She was, you know, with James and she was the sweet, sort of like meek person who couldn't really stand her ground. And then here she is, you know, stepping out on her own and this whole thing. Where I and Lala for the past how many years have been someone who's strong and assertive and has opinions and it's it's a very misogynistic yes. thing that yes. that goes on right. that people don't whether and it's male and female that that feel this way about other women that it just is not acceptable mm-hmm. it's not palatable it rubs people the wrong way it doesn't make you very likable some people admire it what's up but um <laughs> but you know that for other people they they're just like they you know you you become a bitch you become negative you become difficult it's just not likable likable things even though there it is i think it's a great quality to have to be somebody that's strong absolutely but to other people it can like because again misogyny is society doesn't they don't uphold women that do that no they They want women that smile and they're bubbly and they're always in a good mood 
Absolutely. And even though society says that we should be a certain way, women, and they want to empower us and they want to like move us up the food chain, the actions are proving otherwise. Right. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. there are consequences when you're vocal as a woman, when you stand for something. It's looked at as, you know, you're volatile. She must be on her period. She's difficult. Yes. And, you know, I'm not willing, and I know Katie's not willing, to conform. Mm. I'm not going to be this cookie-cutter chick that that rubs you the right way. If I rub you the wrong way, that's a you issue. That has nothing to do with me. Yeah. You seem to be someone who has a lot to hide. And when Katie and I come along, we're going to sniff that shit out. So we immediately become a liability to you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We become a problem because yes. we're not going to let you get by so easy. Right. But and then it plays in their know. favor because they can go back and say, oh, they're miserable. Lala's just bitter. But yeah. You're not, you're, right. you're not vindictive about it. At least, you know, maybe because they know you both so well, but... You're just no BS, and you say it like well, it is. I know, and, and, it's, and you're not mean about it. I well, guess it's just perceived. That it's way. perceived that way because people are like, "Well, you've been so mean to people." Then I'm like, "No, I don't take people's shit. If someone's treating me a certain way, I'm going to defend myself in 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 a way that is, yeah, it's assertive, and it and so it's not me being a bitch to somebody. You have to take into account what just happened before that like right. if somebody's if somebody's coming at me or treating me in a way or speaking to me in a way i don't just cry and turn myself into a victim i will bark back like i'm i that's just how i am and it's but again people see that in a very and as way. raquel puts it rachel oh mm-hmm. when she was making that comment oh well yeah now i see where katie gets it from <laughs> talking you're about damn me. right you wish you wish your mama gave you what terry maloney gave katie well not bitch. only not <laughs> only that katie and i both laughed and said she should be thankful that yeah, like, well, sandy wasn't right, there right, my right. grandma wasn't oh, there grandma because, sandy don't play your mom yes Terry's she mom. literally okay. asked me <laughs> back in the day when i had just met her katie and i were finally in a good place and say. she goes you know i was just wondering because they said you gave blowjobs and got a range rover <laughs> and i was genuinely curious if the technique gets you a Range Rover versus something else. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Should I be teaching a class? Yeah. And my mom comes off the wall with some things. They're like, oh, you know. Yeah, that's where that's that's I get it from. I, I told the girls the other night that, you know, from a started at a young age, like when I was in like fourth grade and you get into like little, you know, first fights with like your friends and stuff. She's like, you know what? You don't take that shit. When that happens, you just tell them to eat shit and die. No, and I'm telling like, you what. All when right. you encounter <laughs> a down. person like Katie or myself, you better know that that is generations <laughs> of fucking savage women. All right? Yeah. This is a generational thing. Women don't just appear like me and Katie. Yeah. So yeah. If, if you want, if you, <laughs> yeah. if you don't want any trouble, then don't come asking for it. If you like, again, because you know what you're going to get with me. It's you're not- going to get the smoke. Why do people sit here when you start puff, puff passing? You're going to get the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're doing, if you're fucking with me, you're going to find out. You're going to find out. Exactly. Because I'm not somebody that just takes that shit lying down. So don't turn around and be like, why are you being so mean? Why do you think? What have you been doing? How have you been treating me? Of course, I don't. you're not going to get away with that. Right. Obviously. So like, if I'm being a bitch, it's because you're, you're not being, you're not acting right. You're not acting right. Come correct. There's and I will treat you correctly. Yeah, if you, Absolutely. If you treat me like a human being, if you're kind to me, if you can at least have a conversation, you know, whatever, if we need to discuss it, then we can. I'll treat you very differently. But if you start acting a fool and you start fucking with me, I'm... <laughs> but, you know, and I do have to say, though, and I shared this with Katie also, is I, and, and she knows it anyway, she's had so much growth because she does have that personality trait where no BS and sharp tongue and all of that. I mean, I'm not embarrassed to say it's not, you know... <laughs> A good trait of mine either, but you know, it, it is passed down generation. <laughs> and it's not that I have a, a, a real sharp tongue. I can hold it in and refrain it and keep my composure somewhat like like you saw me do. 
because that's not really what I wanted. <laughs> I really wanted to tear into her. Um, but I see that in Katie, and it's I really admire that in you as well, Lala, when you can get it off your chest and be real, be direct. This is not, you know, I don't appreciate this, whatever it is that's confront, you know, a confrontation of whatever. Keep your composure and still get it out. Mm. Is, is, and that's even a little bit more intimidating on the receiving end of it because you're saying like you're saying it like it is but you're so composed and it's just <laughs> I see that kind of growth in Katie and I admire it you know but I also Thank think you, a lot of it comes from what y'all have just come out of it right the experience the, exp- the painful experience that you both just went through and you you live and you learn and you take these and I've always taught Katie this growing up. You use them as stepping stones. As, as painful as it is, it's just taught you what you're not going to put up with, what you don't mm-hmm. want in former relationships, whether whether it be female or male relationships. It just makes you stronger mm-hmm. as long as you can learn from it, grow from it. And that's what I see you both doing. Yeah, as long as you're not a dumb bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but you know, some people don't. Some people I know. will turn around and get right back in the same kind of relationship or, mm-hmm. or you know. But you both all also accepted accountability and take, taken some responsibility mm-hmm. of things that didn't go right, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think you and I took, after our relationships ended, I mean, what are we, how long has it been since your relationship ended? Soon over a year. It, uh, it was like last February. So what are we in? May? Yeah. A year in yeah i am happy that you and i took a beat to go out have fun experience other men and not jump into a relationship yes god no yeah. because i think that when you experience any sort of trauma at what at any type of level in a past relationship, you jump into another and it will manifest itself. Well, it's yeah, it's called transference. Correct. You just transfer the same trauma, the same everything into you don't have time to like heal or process or really Right. And that's what I mean by taking what you've learned you know, and building on it, mm-hmm. growing, you know, and, and like Katie said, he, taking time to heal. Yeah. But with taking that time being to focus said, on us. With that being said, if the right man should pop and be right in front of you then you know it, it is what it is but no i'm i i'm pleased too i'm pleased that katie's enjoying herself and um and dating and mm-hmm. it's Doing great the whole thing. I, it's, I feel so much better just knowing where she's at yeah. even though we just had to rewatch it play out and you asked me um a little bit ago if at, at that point did i think it would be best that schwartz was yeah. not in our life that was a real hard thing to let go of and like i told katie i said you know it, it really hurts me that i feel this way about tommy now because i saw it play out and i saw how he intentionally did and said things to hurt her you know we we all watch the same show right so just seeing it play out yeah you know, mm-hmm. all i was getting from what she was being told to actually visually see it and some of the things that he said below his breath like at the after the beach disgusting when you guys went to the bar oh and God, he was trying yeah. to get katie's attention and katie wasn't being rude it was like you know I, told, I said hi and then under his breath he says to sandoval god i hate katie i'm so glad i'm not with so her glad I'm not, yeah. just seeing that play out hurts me so bad because it's somebody like i said it was a family member right you know and i know her brother's and sister-in-laws feel the same way. It's like we loved him. I was just with um, Joey's wife, uh, Val, the other day, and she said, God, I loved him. And she was, but, you know, I'm just afraid the next time I see him, I'm going to punch him. Yeah. <laughs> she said he's just what he's done to, you know, I mean, yeah. So Katie's got a lot of love and support from her family. Absolutely. A lot of love and support. I'm yeah. so yeah. happy. The season is almost done oh my god well yeah but, almost done and then we got three reunion episodes it's yep crazy. so you guys have tonight to look forward now, to have you, you have you guys seen tonight's episode yet because i know usually you get to pre-watch them well at this point in time because we're recording early i haven't seen it yet but when it airs yeah yeah i will have seen it and it's a wild one we know that right yeah, well it's all scandal yeah it's all scandal um, this is all stuff that was filmed in 
March. March. So it's like we everything in the previous episode was September. September. So yeah, we're it's the future. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to thank you, Katie, and especially you, Tara, oh, for coming for on my podcast. We you. are gonna head to the Grove now. Yes. To see Christina Kelly and her new babe. I'm hungry. Let's eat. All right, <laughs> you guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. Enjoy <laughs> VPR tonight, and I will catch you for tonight's breakdown next week. <laughs> Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.